Yo, welcome everybody to El Circulo de Vida. And in today's episode, I know I haven't done an episode in a little while. Don't don't judge me, okay? Don't be on my stuff. Nah, just kidding. I haven't been uploading as much podcast as I'd like to. It's been a, a mind battle. It's been a struggle of self-development and self-trust, self-confidence, a lot of self-issues that I've been struggling with. But you know what? This is why I created this podcast. So we can talk about these topics. We can talk about self-development. We can talk about the growth and and to show up, you know, to be there and to just do it, you know, get that Nike spirit on that three percenter mindset of, hey, it doesn't matter what already happened. What matters is that you're here now. And what you're going to do now. So now what I'm going to do is that I'm going to have an incredible conversation with my friend Rob Cardenas. This man, wait until you hear him. He has a very interesting topic for today. And it's self-development to, no, shelf-development to self-development. Was that the topic, Rob? Yes. Yes. So let me introduce this man to you. Um, I met him in my community, the, the Daily Awakening, right? He's from Michigan, right? Detroit, outside of Detroit. Wow. This man, he has opened so many restaurants. He has been with so many world-class leaders. He has got so much knowledge inside of him that every time he opens his mouth, he just blows everyone away. He has an incredible ability to capture and remember moments and just bring him back to the now. That is just astonishing. So... Rob, let's talk about this interesting topic that you brought up and let's hear it, man. How are you doing today? What's up, my friend? I wore the most colorful, or well, not colorful, but the most patterned shirt I own because I thought, you know, I didn't know if we were going to wear a shirt today or, you know, if, you know, if we're going to have a color. So I wanted to dress up for you. That's it. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> so, yeah. So something that's occurred to me recently, and it was it was posed to me about uh, self-development and, you know, how important it is and everything else. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, you mentioned our community and, you know, you and I met through um, the Daily Awakening calls with Sean G. Murphy. And um, if you haven't heard about it, please get with Louis, Louis and, uh, you know, he'll hook you up. But um, I've actually been a part of the uh, Daily Awakening group since uh, the first week it started. So now we're at 680 some episodes and I can't believe it. But um, my, the thought of, um, you know, the shiny new object, everybody wants something new. Everybody wants the, like, you know, the greatest, the latest, the whatever, you know, the, the, the buzzword, the, you know, the quick, the quick get rich quick or the, or the scheme or this or that. Um, it occurred to me that, you know, I, I, you know, I have a lot of stuff. I have a lot of notes. I've been to a lot of events. Uh, I bought a lot of books. Uh, I try to, you know, you know, educate myself and, and stay abreast of what's going on in the, you know, in the news and the media and, and on top of things. But, you know, you have to put them in action, my friend. So that's kind of what I've been, I'm working on this, you know, this, you know, like, um, a podcast theme myself shelf to self-development so we, we have you know i have all these books on the shelf i mean like you know some of the top ones and uh you know but if you don't actually put the stuff into action and i'm calling myself out you know i mean you have to actually read some stuff you know like listen 
listening versus hearing, two different things, two different things. That could be a whole nother topic, but uh, it's, it's a big deal where, you know, and you don't have to, you don't have to do big, big leaps. Everybody wants to actually, you know, just, you know, oh, I'm going to do, I'm going to go, you know, zero to 60 in 3.5 seconds. You don't really have to do that. You know, the power of Kaizen, you know, I want one tenth of, you know, 1%, you know, get better every day to, you know, to make incremental change. That's what's going to be the magic. So, you know, I, I often talk about hashtag misfit magic with our morning group uh, because, you know, we call ourselves morning misfits because, you know, we don't really, we might not actually, uh, we wouldn't have been friends probably, you know, anywhere else in society, but we found a community that we found online and from all over the world, it is the most special group I've ever been a part of. And, you know, that's why I'm here today with you. I mean, I, you know, it's, it's, it's just amazing. So uh, that's kind of, that's kind of like, you know, the, the, the basis. Yeah, man. It's, it's very interesting that you bring up the action part and obviously it's going to show up in the conversation because we all know that action is what gets those results. But on these past days, I've been thinking about it very, very hard. Why? Because I haven't been doing my podcast. That that has had me like, whoa, I started this movement, this action, this thing that a lot of people actually would love to be doing. And I got it. And I'm not doing it. And then I started reading my journals. I got a lot of journals, too, from all the trainings that I've been on. And I was like, whoa, I got all of this knowledge that changes lives definitely 100% can change everyone's life that reads it but it's bottled knowledge it's knowledge that i'm not using because yeah i recollected it but when am i putting it into action in my day-to-day -day life and you you got it's it's very 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 powerful when you start applying that knowledge that you've actually received over the years and you got a lot of it so i want to hear more about it <laughs> well okay so let me just tell you so it what it occurred to me also is as i have been re and i'm going to say this reintroduced to thoughts ideas concepts um i started going over my journals and i can't stress it enough i mean and i i'll call myself out again i, I don't journal as often as i should i am but I, I'm not going to kick myself in the, you know what, because I've actually gotten so much better in the past year. And as I told you, you know, when we spoke just before, I started a catalog and look at and, and put tabs on my old journals with, uh, you know, maybe the speaker or the, uh, the topic. And, you know, I started a number page number so I can actually then quick and quick reference things when I'm, you know, either in front of somebody or with the group or on a Zoom. Um, and, you know, it's, it, there is no wrong way. You organize it how you want in your own mind. I'm actually working on a new, com uh, with a new computer program that actually is going to help me to do like a 3D model. Essentially, it's an entire, I'm going to place it like my mind is, uh, which is extremely exciting. So that's something that's uh, coming soon as well. But, um, it's, it's, it's interesting because, you know, you don't know what you don't know, but when you journal and when you realize that it's like, this isn't new stuff, 
Like I'm hearing the same things. It's been, maybe it's got a new bow on it or this or that, but you know, all, you know, it's, it's, it's been said that, you know, your journals are your uncashed checks. Um, Ray Higgins says that, and it's, it, it's true. I mean, it's like, you have all these ideas and I actually do like three columns. I'll just really quick. When I write my notes, like I'll actually, you know, write down what I'm listening to. Then I actually might write down my, you know, second column, we write down what, um, you know, what action I need to take or, or maybe a goal. And then on the small area on the far side or even the far left, depending upon the paper you have, if you have the little lines in the margin, um, then I might write down like uh, like like some either quick dates uh, of when I want to accomplish that, or you know maybe a, an additional action step. Uh, so I call it like third column, like you know where I'm tabling my idea, and that just allows me to organize it. Again, do however you want, but it's just when I'm able to write down a couple little keywords or my own little you know calligraphy or my own code or something, or then I when I'm going back and reviewing then I can actually get back to where my thought was. Cause this is what happens is like, you have so many thoughts per day that you don't even, you, you don't, you can't even, you can't get them all. You can't remember them all, but I'm learning and I'm practicing. That's the key word practicing to actually get better at it every day. And it's, it's crazy. Now you mentioned my hospitality background. I, I'll remember maybe not somebody's name from 10 years ago, but I'll remember what they drank, um, you know, and I'll be able to actually give them their, you know, their cocktail the exact way or, or the type of wine that they had. And again, that just takes practice too, you know, but uh, you know, however you do it, I don't know what, what are some of the things that you do to try to remember things? Yeah, here we go. Here we go. I, I turned off my microphone. I, I really take notes during training, especially. I'm not a big journaling guy during my day to day. I know it. I should add it to my daily habits because it is very good to remember everything. But how I how I take my notes and how I journal, I don't have really a style. I'm very creative with it. Sometimes, for example, I hear a word like, Man, I don't know the how to make someone smile. And I just draw a smiley face with a question mark. You know, I try to save as much time and get as much information as I possibly can in as less words. Because here's the thing. During a training, during a class, everything is going fast paced. Time is not stopping. We know that, right? So how can I get the most value to pass on to other people? Because when I'm taking notes, I'm not thinking just on me. I'm thinking on, wow, this can serve so much people. And I take notes as if I were, as if I were the teacher. So for me, it's, it's very, very important to, to take shareable notes, to take notes that I can actually teach in a way that, that I can transmit the message and make it as mine, right? Because that's something that Sean's always says, take my knowledge and use it for your own benefit. So I, I really, really focus on that. Let me, let me check my notes. Oh, this is a perfect example for the people who are watching the video. I draw, I, I, I touch out. I do, it's literally everything I can 
to to get the message out in as few words as I can. So yeah, I'm I'm very definitely I don't have a style of taking notes. I'm just very creative with them. <laughs> well, that's your style. Yeah. And and again, that's what I'm saying where like, you know, use that other, you know, what I call third column where you just basically, you know, however you can remember yourself, that's that's for you. I mean, some people are right-handed, some people are left-handed, some people, you know, whatever. I you know, I don't know. Some people have curly hair, some people don't. But, uh, you know, it's it's their own and uh, whatever works for you, then do it. I mean, done is the new perfect. That's uh, one of the big key phrases that I heard this year. That's uh, one of my takeaways. Done yeah, is the yeah. new perfect. I turned this off again. So talk to me a little bit more about this shelf knowledge. What? What, what do you call this shelf knowledge and why do you say it's shelf development? Well, I, the whole idea really is to, you know, the idea of shelf to self is putting it into action. So you can buy the book, you can, you know, buy the program, the video, the DVD, the Bluetooth, yada, yada. Uh, but if you don't put it into action and to really make it self development, then it's then it's only as good as it you know as a, as the the amount that you paid for it, um, but yet yet I keep going back to some of the old classics though. I mean you know, but it's but it's really fun to be able to actually just just honestly, 15 minutes, 15 pages, just do it. I mean I I I I'm I still dealing with procrastination i mean you know i come on be honest everybody like just you know who's who procrastinates you know or or they're scrolling through their technology or you know before that it used to be the you know like just the tv and you know and, and videos and you know you're you're gonna always find stuff to you know get interrupted by um i find out and you know i've, I've found in my life You get you get complacent. You get uh, busy. Um, I, right now, I have well, I, I have three kids, and um, you know, I uh, just got married. Uh, it, you know, it's exciting and everything else. But you know, with jobs and, and kids and their activities and everything else, you know, it gets it gets bogged down. And you know, so you get it's easy to get complacent and then fall in line to whatever job you have or wherever. You know what activities you're doing and it becomes mundane and i'll be honest um you have to break out of it you have to break out of it like we want so much more out of life but it doesn't have to be the you know the you know the, the big the race car the big house on the, on the on the hill or by the beach or whatever you know it can and it can get there and it can be there but you know celebrate your little victories celebrate the you know the family that you have i mean right now with you know all this you know lockdowns and right now michigan's actually locked down um in in some fashions so like the hospitality industry and hotels uh shut down for three weeks in michigan again and uh it's it's a real serious thing and people are people are hurting and people are also wanting that connection i'm very blessed to have a 96 year old grandmother And she's, I just talked to her today and she's just like, I'm going nuts because I want to get out. And, and fortunately she's not savvy with the computer. So she's not on zoom. She does go to my aunt's house um, like once a week and gets on 
you know, and, uh, on a Zoom with uh, with people from church and, and for church and whatnot. But um, that that you know, willing that eagerness to actually connect with people is so vital right now. So being grateful. That's a big buzzword for 2020, and as it should have been and should be forever, uh, it makes a big deal. Uh, we actually have a friend that has a gratitude call at one o'clock every day, and um, it's actually about the magic, uh, Rhonda Byrne. And I got to tell you, this is actually the exercises in this book have actually allowed me to start dreaming again, to start really envisioning things, and we need that. We need that connection. We need that, uh, you know, the goals, because again, beware of the mundane, my friend. So if it's sitting on a shelf, dust it off, pull it out, pick it up, put it into action. That's, that's really what, what, what I'm developing. Well, it's, you said a lot of powerful things right there. One was the small wins. I think that as humans, procrastination comes from wanting big wins it's like oh yeah for me for me it's i'm doing the podcast okay it's not getting 100,000 views so i'm not gonna do it again it's Thanks. like we don't celebrate those small wins and because we don't celebrate the small things we have in life the important things right like seeing your son seeing your mom your your wife People forget about this. And, and that's, I think, that's it's when we start getting into the mundane because we don't celebrate the small things. We don't celebrate when we wake up and we see the sun shining. It's like, wow, look, look at what a beautiful sun. Let's celebrate today. It's, there's a sun out. I'm breathing. Let's celebrate this. No, but we always want something big, a big spectacular, a big day, our birthday, our, our anniversary, Valentine's Day. We wait for the big moments and by wanting those big moments, that big car, the Lambo, right? We forget about, whoa, I'm here right now. I'm, I'm, I'm with my friends, I'm, with, I'm alive. And that, that goes directly into being grateful. We, we get into that and I'm, I'm having a breakthrough right now inside of me. It's like my procrastination comes from not celebrating, so not celebrating those small wings, wins, not wings. <laughs> from not being grateful because that's another huge thing. That's why Daniela is doing so good with that call. She's teaching people how to be grateful, and through that book that is so powerful. Rob, can you show the book again? I don't have it with me for, but for the people who are watching the the visual experience, the magic by Rhonda Bird. I so encourage you to buy this book right now. I'm going to leave a link to an Amazon shopping who's, who's selling this book. It's, it's not an affiliate link. Just buy the book. Really, it's such a good book that will get you in that gratitude state. Because listen to this, people. Everything we do is based on the state that we are. So let's imagine this. Today, I went out to the street. I had an amazing day. I met a lot of cool people. Wow, it was an amazing day. I am such a good dude. I'm, I'm a cool dude. But the other day, the next day, I went and I fucked up something in work. Oh, I'm so stupid. What changed? 
between yesterday and today that yesterday I was such a great person, a cool dude, and today I'm a stupid guy. It was the state you were in. So when you start getting into this celebrating the small wins, the being grateful, you are changing your state. And this is something Sean G. Murphy is so amazing at. I, I got to give the props to this dude. I, he just came into my mind. He's a state changer. And we both know, Rob, that we can purposely change our state, therefore creating more connection, not only with other people, but with ourselves, with our mind. It's This is something so powerful Because we all we all need we all crave that connection, and a lot of times, tell me if you've been in the situation that you're surrounded by people yet you feel alone. It's it's because you don't have that intimacy with yourself. You don't have that connection with the higher you, with with your mind, with your subconscious, right? And again, it all rounds up in the the small wins. You, if you're not grateful for the small things in your life, then you're not going to be grateful for the good things when they come. This, you're always going to be waiting for some big act. You're always going to be waiting for the perfect day. And the worst part about it is that probably it's never going to come. The perfect day... Rob, tell me if something in your wedding day didn't go wrong. At least one thing. <laughs> uh, well, let me just say that one of the one of the things that went wrong was that uh, nobody gave the bride the cue to actually start walking down the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> so she's actually upstairs, and then she's like hearing the song because we had planned it. But then she's like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait! No, I mean that's my song. I mean, I, I, I need to be walking out." <laughs> and she was about, you know, three or four minutes behind actually uh, starting to walk down the aisle to, for the ceremony. Uh, so, yeah, no, I mean, ah, well, you want to talk about a pivot, you know, 2020. And that's, you know, <laughs> uh, I mean, we had to, you know, change all of our plans. Uh, everything, you know, like we had to cancel the hall and everything else. But the one thing we didn't want to cancel was our date. So we got married 10, 10, 2020. And I got to tell you, um, and as we re have re reflected here in the last, uh, uh, well, today's uh, six weeks, and um, and it's, um, we basically, we were like, you know, we kind of forgot about, you know, this challenge, this challenge, that, what we did. Oh, well, we had to change, you know, do this, or we had to, you know, fire that person and then hire this person. Um, actually, our officiant texted us what, five days before and said that he couldn't do it. We're like, uh, what? <laughs> it's like, we need somebody to marry us. I mean, it was, so yeah, a lot of things happened and uh, we rolled with it. So I, we really didn't remember all the crap because it was, we had it at our house and our backyard. The weather was absolutely perfect in Michigan uh, in October. And um, it was, it, you know, we were, Made, made sure we had tables far apart, a big, huge tent in the back. Uh, so, you know, social distance for, for making sure people felt safe. We had food trucks. So, you know, people could just stand appropriately in line and, and get their food. Um, it, it went off great. And, you know, the bottom line is we wanted our date. We wanted to do it for ourselves and nobody else. 
And I'll be honest, as you get older and everything else, and if you can learn this as you get, if you're younger, I mean, do it for yourself first. It's not for anybody else because you know what? We, we could have pushed, we could have said, you know, well, you know, we can't do this, we can't do that. I had a lot of my family not feel safe and not come. And that's okay. They, they wished me well, they loved me. Um, I was very, very blessed and very excited. I put it on Zoom and I invited a lot of our, uh, our, you know, our morning group and our gratitude group. And, you know, and so people were able to actually see it on Zoom from all over the world. And um, that was cool. And I gotta tell you though, but I almost didn't do it. Cause I almost felt like, you know what? Like, why? I mean, you know, they don't, they don't really, they don't, you know, we're not like, I, I, I've never met a lot of these people in, in, in person, but yet for almost two years for some of the group, I've, you know, developed this relationship online and have more of a connection than some people I've known for 20 years. Uh, so it was very special to be able to actually feel the love but show the love, and I wanted to be able to share the love, uh, in, especially in 2020. And so, my bride and I. This is both. This is round two for both of us, and um, it was extremely special. And we're not going to take anything for granted anymore. We're 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 just not. We're we're you know no no excuses. So our love is going to be our love, and we're going to do the best for our kids and for ourselves and just to be, you know, I want to be a better dad. She wants to be a better mom, but we want to be, you know, better spouses to each other first. And um, just, you got to put yourself out there and you just got to roll with the punches. It's, it's never going to be perfect. That's why I said done is the new perfect. You know, I mean, I don't have my story down pat. I don't have all the answers, um, but the circle of people that I'm around though, and the, you know, you talked about changing your state um, let me just say, I've wanted actually in this house that I've been in now a couple of years, um, I wanted some blackout shades and because, so I can actually maybe sleep an extra hour, um, because the sun comes directly in and this time of year, right now in November, the sun at, you know, at sunrise, it comes directly through my window and hits me right square in the face and I'm okay. I'm an early riser anyway, but you know, I love the sunrise. I, it's amazing. I mean, I used to wake up and go running and, yeah, you know, when I was a runner, um, that's another story, but um, it's, um, you know, I can choose. It's like, oh God, you know, it's like, oh, I got to wake up or this, that, whatever. And, you know, it's like, you know, and, and black, black my eyes and whatnot. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love having the sun actually wake me up in the morning. I don't need to set an alarm. I do occasionally just because yeah, I want to make sure I'm, you know, on time for, you know, either a call or, or, or getting up for the kids, but um, the sun will wake me up. You said again, a lot of things. And the first thing you said that caught my attention really hard was to pivot. It's something we've been listening. We've been hearing a lot. I think the past three months, The UPW, Tony Robbins has been all over it. Dean Graciosi has been all over it. Pivoting. A lot of times we think we're gonna we're gonna do something a certain way and it's gonna turn out perfect. And it's, 
oh yeah yeah i'm gonna start my career i'm gonna open this new restaurant this is the topic i'm this is the the theme i'm wanting for it this is the location then COVID hits everything changed what the fuck am i gonna do now i was in pr three almost four months ago never imagining i would be here and then suddenly quarantine i went crazy i said okay i cannot be here anymore i got plans i i saw them here but it's time to pivot let's do something different i went i moved here out to new york first start i don't know new career i'm in real estate now also in the marketing i i i never would have imagined i would be getting into real estate I, I like real estate. I just never saw myself in it. But pivoting is such an advantageous thing to do. Because here's the thing. Family, it's never going to turn out like you want. It's the truth. It's it's most probably not going to be the, how you imagined it. Opportunity has a, a, a very interesting thing about it. And it's that it a lot of times come from a different door in a different shape and color than you thought you would have it. You thought you were going to get rich by trading, right? It's a, it's a hot topic. And then suddenly you realize that what you really liked was making cotton shirts. And you started making cotton shirts and that's your thing. And you got a big ass company now. It's called pivoting, people. Do it. Don't be afraid of change don't be afraid of doing something different now another thing you said what rob was do it for yourself first it's not for anybody else i'm young i'm 20 i'm turning 21 in two months four months three months <laughs> so it's it's something that i'm i'm getting the hang on now and especially to me it comes in in love right I'm, I'm crazy with relationships. I love being in love. I hate being out of love too. Because it's it's like a it's it's a balance, but that's that's something me, you know. But the thing is that a lot of the times I want to be in a relationship because I want to do something with someone else. I want to do something in conjunction, right? That that union, that partnership. But I've noticed in the in the couple past months that a lot of the times I take that as, as an excuse to do something for someone else and not for me. Recently, I wanted, I've always wanted to open a clothing brand. I started with the idea three years ago. I let it go. I don't know why it's, it's something I do. I start something, I don't finish it. Then I take it back again and I continue working on it. But and this is something personal. Maybe the girl will listen to this and she'll say, okay, she's talking about me, that dick. But <laughs> I was meeting this girl and, and I was talking about my ideas of the clothing brand. And I was like, oh yeah, I want to do this. But I don't know. I've never like, I started it on my own, but I want to do it with someone else. And I started like leaning on her to start the brand. And then I noticed, wait, I'm not doing it for myself. I'm doing it for her. She wants it. She wants to do it. I want to do it, but I'm doing it more for her. Because I, if I really wanted to do it, I would do it for myself. So when you said that phrase, 
it's not for anybody else. It really hit me because I do that a lot. I, I try to impress people by doing things for them without first doing it for me. So thank you for that one. I think it's going to resonate with a lot of the young people who are listening to this podcast because it's, it's something that I think we, we deal with. It's just part of the growth and becoming aware and the experience, right? Because for me, I've, I think I have a lot of knowledge for my age. You I do. lack the experience. Yeah, no, you do. And again, um, this is what's awesome, though. I mean, you get to actually say in your 20s, make as many mistakes as you can, you know, obviously don't be, you know, make sure they're not too serious, but I mean, but uh, you know, but try and ask why ask that's a, that, that, that's been a buzzword. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's another one. So these are the two books I've, I'm actually reading right now. I've, well, I've already finished, but I mean, I'm, I'm rereading it though, but um, it's interesting though, but ask why, um, my high school principal, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I laugh when reading the book and everything else, but because he asked me, he's like, why do you ask why? Like you ask why so many times. Um, and I said, I, well, I said, I just want to push the envelope. Well, we've been doing this for 20 years this way. I'm like, why? Like, why not? Why can't we do it this way? And um, there's been a couple of things that he acquiesced on, you know, that I remember in high school. And he actually, when I graduated, and then even years later, he, he said, he says, you know what? He goes, I like it. I like it the way you, that you suggested, and we've been doing it. And then even at my 20-year reunion, now it's 30-year reunion this year, was this year, but um, they, they've been doing a couple things uh, in my old high school um, the same way that when, you know, the group and the student council that I was involved with, because it was never just me, that, uh, but they, now those became the new traditions and they've been doing it the new way for 30 years now. I mean, again, it's, it's all in how you want to present it and everything else, but challenge, you know, go ahead and it's okay to challenge things. I mean, you know, and have good discussions. I think so, I think right now though, we're so, so, so charged up about, you know, the politics and then, you know, and, you know, either, you know, this uh, COVID and this, that, whatever, that, you know, you can't have a civil conversation anymore. And that's unfortunate. And we need to really get back to that and, you know, and, and have that, just that civility and understand that, you know, there are going to be, be people with difference of opinions and different uh, backgrounds and, and ideas. Um, and they're, they're in the same thing. They're in the same boat. They're trying to challenge. They're trying to ask why of themselves ask why of, you know, wherever they're at and what they're doing. And um, as long as we understand that, you know, this world will be a better place. And, you know, so in your 20s, Luis, have at it, my friend. You know, and if I can actually just be, you know, uh, you know, help on some of my experience that, you know, that you could actually maybe do something quicker. That's really my goal right now. And I'm going back actually into my 20s through my notes, through my journals, mm. through some experiences and um, quickly playing them in my mind to actually help with my roadmap for my future. And uh, it's been fun. And I also am hanging out with you and some other people that are younger. And um, 
it's fun it, because it's making my mind spark again. You know, I, I mentioned to, you know, I mean, I, I failed, I failed in business, I love, I, I failed, you know, uh, but I'll be honest, it's, it's just part of my journey. It's part of who I am. It's part of where I, where, you know, how I'm, where I'm at. Um, and that's okay. And then, and, and there's, there's some really good things that have come out of some of those failures. Um, you know, I, I just, I, we talked about it. I just got married again and I, we both couldn't be happier. I mean, you know, it's unfortunate that, uh, you know, the first uh, time around didn't work out, but some great experiences, some great love, some, you know, we have wonderful children and I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change it. Um, I've grown and I've gotten better. And, you know, I, that's all you, anybody can do. You're gonna, you're gonna have some, you know, like some things along the way that are going to be bumpy, but it's how you actually, you know, dust off and pick, pick yourself back up and, and, you know, make it happen or make something of yourself. But I really can't stress enough though, do it for yourself first. Um, you know, too often we're you know, always trying to, you know, uh, measure up or um, impress. Um, it's not really worth it. it. I mean, it really isn't. I mean, you know, I mean, I just, you know, be a good human, be, you know, and, and try to, you know, just get better yourself and challenge yourself. But also challenge yourself with the people that you are, are, are hanging out with because, you know, you truly are the, you know, the sum of pretty much the five people that you hang out with all the time. And I'm blessed to have found this, you know, morning group and it gets us recharged and our mindset set up for the day, podcasts like this and, and talking with you. Um, you know, every time I know we talk, I get something out of it. And so that I can actually, you know, I'm, I'm writing notes right now myself, you know, whereas I just, you know, full little bullet points and everything else. Um, the clothing line thing, ironically, I have some friends that are involved with some of their own clothing lines. And, uh, you know, I actually thought about, uh, you know, putting together our, our little, uh, another line, if you will, uh, last week. Um, because, you know, I, I, I love to rep some of my own sayings and some of my own thoughts. And, and because I think, I think it's pretty good. I think that most of us, you know, would agree that, you know, you need to actually, you know, be able to do something, pick up, you know, pick up a good book to motivate yourself. Music. I mean, you know, it's really interesting because you talked about how Sean is, you know, Sean G. Murphy has changed and everything else. So when we started this morning misfit group, um, it was a word of the day and he expanded on a word. And then it just got into more stories and more interactive. And we, you know, we have the, the rest of us shared. And, and uh, now after, and I forget now the exact, but it was like, but it was after 600 where he started actually standing up and doing music and everything else. And we're, you know, and he was learning from Tony Robbins. And, and um, I'm not afraid to say it. Sean's a little older than me. And so, you know, he can learn and I can learn. That means, you know, these young kids can learn and, and do whatever they want. Definitely, 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 man. And I remember when Sean started standing up and I remember that he said, why have I been doing all of this calls sitting down? If when I'm on stage, I'm standing. Yeah. And it, it really changed his state and it changed our state. And it's it's definitely small tweaks can make a big difference. I, I agree 100% on that. It's very, very true. Now, Something you said earlier too was 
Feel the love, show the love, share the love. This is something I cannot stress more about. And it's mainly because I don't show the love. I feel the love. I share the love. I don't show it. So it's it's something that if you're listening to this, feel the love, share the love, and sh- show the love and share the love. But I think most importantly, and it's mainly I just think this because I don't do it, is showing the love. Like how much people are in your life that are important to your family members that you don't show them that you care about them. Maybe it's your partner that you've been with for a couple of years now and it's gotten monotonous and you don't you don't show that that love anymore. It's so important to show that affection towards people because it's free. That's that's it's free. It's literally you don't have to pay absolutely anything to say, hey, I love you to to go and take her out to the park and have a nice conversation to ask about how has been your day. And it's it's so important because if, if we're seeking connection and we know that during this time specifically, we're in the middle of a pandemic. This hasn't happened since like 1940, I think it was. In it's 1918. Yeah, 1918. It's a rare occasion. So right now we we're we're in a disconnect even though we got social media and all of that bullshit it's not enough we need that real connection with people and i the most effective way of doing that is showing the love to people to actually reaching out hey how are you how have you been how's the family how, how what are you doing lately i don't do this and i just had a conversation with my mom i think it was like 3 or 4 days ago she was like, hey, call your grandpa from time to time. You know, they die. And after they die, there's no coming back from it. And I was like, shit, you're right. I don't because I don't call anybody. I don't text anybody. Um, I'm really I talk a lot, but I'm not a, a person to reach out. I don't I've never been like that. I'm, I'm kind of close in that sense. And lately it has been like reaching to me like damn, Luis, like, there's so much people in your life that actually care about you because they do show it. But it's like if they're talking to a wall and I feel bad because it's like, I'm not, I'm not. That would be in the how, how do you say this word? Um, returning. I'm not returning that affection towards them. But why not? Why? Why do we close our feelings towards the people who we care about or even if it's a new relationship a lot of times and and this is more for the the young generation because the old people like rob (laughs) hey hey, 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 what's wrong with you (laughs) no 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 i'm kidding but yeah like us people us young people that are still like understanding this thing about love and don't have a lot of experience and I'm a Pisces. I don't know if this has anything to do about it. Rob, are you a Pisces too? Six, oh, six, man. Six of March, so. Six of March. Oh, so you understand me a lot on this. We're sentimental. We're, I think we're very emotional. So I, I, 
I lean a lot towards the love side. So you're going to hear me in a lot of podcasts complaining about love, not complaining, but just wishing my love situation was better. And I know it will get better with time. But, <laughs> you know, when when we're getting into this of meeting someone new, I know that we feel like we've been let down. We're probably this happened. Yeah, you're totally right. It happens a lot. But I feel that a lot of times we close ourselves to showing our feelings and showing our love because someone else in the past let us down. So when you said feel the love, show the love, share the love, that's what I thought about. Like, because I know in my circle, so like my young people circle, there's a lot of people who are scared of falling in love. Because someone else fucked them up in the inside and they closed themselves completely to feeling and showing. And it's I know it's very detrimental to them. So, Rob, wh what could you say? Because I'm, okay. I'm not in the best situation to to talk about it. No, but what, okay. you know, yeah, no, I mean, I don't know if you have a specific question, but no, I, mean, no. I have some thoughts. Just some advices uh, on that. So let me, okay, thinking back, uh, it, I basically, I always try to put myself out there. Um, and it's funny, actually, all you really have to do is just be real and have a real conversation. You know, I, you know, you, you find somebody you like, you know, you, you're nervous, you're, maybe your palms are sweaty, you know, your armpits, I don't, whatever. I mean, everybody has their own thing, whatever. But um, I've always had the opportunity to actually just be, you know, be me and just say, you know, say hello and everything else. Um, and I put myself out there, you know, early on um, to basically, you know, get let down. Um, but I, I look back and I think it's like, you know, that wasn't really meant to be. And sometimes when, you know, there are, there are reasons why doors close in your life, whether it be a relationship or a job or, you know, different things, you don't know what, you know, God has in store for you. So, you, you know, something that may be shut, you have to be just open-minded to actually truly just say, you know, maybe, maybe that wasn't really meant to be. Maybe there is something better. And if you believe that, I guarantee there will be. So you mentioned, you commented about, you know, you kind of maybe have, um, you're basically worried about, you know, setting, putting yourself out there because you got hurt before. It's, it is going to happen. But now I, I also think that communication is so vital in any, and even, even now at my age and second marriage and everything else, you know, it, it's, one of my favorite quotes, and it's been ever since I was in college, so in my early 20s, um, Alfred Lord Tennyson, and he, uh, he said, the word, even the most contradictory word, preserves contact. It is silence which isolates. The word, even the most contradictory word. So, you know, you can argue, you can, you know, have discussions, um, you know, but if you're able to, you know, at least be open and honest with each other and tell you, tell each other how you feel that's preserving contact. Now, 
the yelling, the shouting, the whatever, the social media, you know, like hitting the, you know, the keyboard and this and that, whatever, and, and, and or believing what other people that aren't even involved with the situation, what they're saying. Because I think we buy into all of that other rhetoric and the other people and the other stuff that is happening and somebody else's comments or you trust, maybe, you know, you think it's your best friend and that person got hurt and then you present your situation and you know what, I'll be honest, they're going to be like, oh yeah, you know what, that happened to me too. And, you know, yeah, that's going to happen to you. Oh yeah, that's going to be, that's exactly what's going to happen. No, it's not. Are you kidding me? It's like, it's not. Every situation is different. But we trust our advisors, and sometimes they're really close. And not that you can't get good advice, but we make mountains out of molehills. If you literally just talk to somebody up front, honest, in a nice tone, with no judgment, you're going to go so much farther to resolve a conflict and realize it wasn't that big to, to, to begin with. I almost guarantee I wouldn't have been divorced. And so it can happen in your 30s, 40s, you know, and I know people 50s and 60s that, you know, have had issues and have, people have issues. You all have issues, but we listen to all this stuff, you know, that it, it doesn't really make any, it, it, it's not even, it's all small stuff, you know, don't sweat the small stuff, it's all small stuff. So again, the word, even the most contradictory word, preserves contact. You know, if you're able to talk about it in a nice, you know, professional, um, easygoing manner, you can resolve it. And if you can do that, you can move forward. Um, you can pivot and make the best of the situation. And then decide as, together. There's nothing better than to actually find. I, Carolyn and I almost passed on our love together because we had kids, we were both, you know, within a couple of years of divorce, thinking it's like, oh, well, you know, second, second marriages, people said, oh, you gotta be careful. Um, you know, we've had some friends that, you know, that unfortunately they couldn't, they had issues and they couldn't actually see that, you know, this was something real. And even getting engaged and going forward, we're like, you know what, we're worth it. Like we're worth it. Maybe it won't work out, but damn it, we believe that we, we, we think we can do this and we love each other and, our, and we got our kids together and they, they found to be good friends. And, and you know what, again, with our wedding date, like we didn't want to change because of COVID. You know, we wanted our 10, 10, 20, 20. That's just something that we talked about and we thought about. And, you know, and so we, we, we were grateful. So, you know, we felt the love. We showed the love, with, you know, we shared it with our friends, our family first, and then, you know, with technology, I was able to show the love, at, you know, at our, uh, on Zoom for the wedding, and that's, that's sharing it, and we're sharing it every day. We're opening our hearts and our home to friends and family when we can, you know, in small groups now, but at the same time, on Zoom and everything else, and um I can't even tell you how many, how many, you know, well wishes I got from my family and friends and from, you know, near and far. Uh, and the thank you for actually showing, um, you know, the Zoom uh, ceremony. And, you know, we had, again, we were socially distanced and, you know, outside and everything else. But 
it was it was the event for almost all of our guests of the year because there's not many events happening. Um, you know, we were a small group, but yet, you know, at the same time, they were just like, this was, this was really awesome. And thank you very much for including, you know, and as much as they gave us, you know, or rather as much as we gave, they gave us much more in return and you have to do that. Uh, I was very blessed to have some childhood friends, uh, to, to be in attendance as well. And, uh, nothing more special than being able to actually connect, um, with people. And it, it doesn't take much. You said it. It just, you know, picking up that phone, sending a text, um, you know, I, I challenge you to, you know, just send out three, three well wishes a day, three messages, stay in contact. And it doesn't have to be something big. You know, you don't have to actually, you know, spend, you know, an hour talking to somebody and whatever. It can be just something simple or something in your day that reminds you of somebody else. Those, those are, that, those are God, godsidences. You basically, if something comes in your head, act on it, write it down. Don't delay because there's, you know, so many thoughts that happen in our head every day that there's, there, there's a reason why you've been reminded of something. And I'm learning to act on those more than ever. And I'm, I'm going to succeed more than I ever have because of it. I know it. I, I just know it. I love the, the godsidence. And for the people who have never heard this word, it's a God coincidence. Basically, we believe that nothing happens for anything. Uh -huh. it's, it's not by chance. Trust me, everything has a purpose. Every thought that comes across your head is purposely put there. Where, where do you think they come from? Really? Think about it. They come from somewhere far, far away. Then it's not the next room. Trust me. It's not the next room. Everything, every thought we, we have is for a reason. And that, that, that you said was perfect, Rob. There's a reason why you've been reminded of something like, oh, my computer is out of battery. Oh, wow. But yeah. Let, well, let's wrap this up. All right, but really quick though, I will say though, but it's also, again, I can't stress enough. It's who you hang out with because like talking to you and talking yeah, yeah. to our, you know, our, our mutual friends, that's what gets you going and that's what motivates you. You have to find that. Find those five people, find those five songs, find those five good feels that really just motivate you and get, keep you going and get you going and to, to, you know, start sparking all of that in your head. Because when you do that, The world is yours. Yes. Yes. Wow, Rob. This has been such an amazing podcast. I loved every second of it. And I hope you guys who are listening and watching this right now also enjoyed and got some good notes from it because I definitely did. I got some good ass notes from it. So, Rob, thank you for coming on with me. Thank you for sharing just a little bit about yourself. And trust me, people, this man has a lot of more layers than what you just heard. And I will be bringing him back on on another episode because there's a lot. Just a sneak peek. He has opened 28 restaurants. That's we're going to talk about it eventually. But 
yo, he has a lot of layers and I want to digest everything he has on his head and we're going to pick on it because as this was a wonderful episode. Anytime. Rob, thank you. Thank you for coming on here. Thank you for your words of knowledge, for your good advice. Trust me, I, I took a lot of it to heart. This I had an awakening during this podcast. So, good. wow. If you like this episode, please like, comment, share, and rate with a five-star rating so other people know that we are sharing value on this podcast. And, you, and if you think that we gave some value to you, please let us know what phrase, what word, what part was of the most value to you. And we will reach out back to you and we will do anything for you. Literally. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And thank you, Rob, for this amazing opportunity to have this nice conversation with you. I love you, man. Luis, family. thank you very much. Appreciate it. Yes. We'll see you all on the next adventure. This was Luis Martinez, founder of El Circula Vida, together with Rob C. Cardenas. And we will see you together on the next episode. See you. Take care, my friend.